Welcome back to the Industries in Motion podcast from RBC Capital Markets, where we'll be exploring what's new and what's next in today's fast-moving markets and industries to help you stay ahead of the curve. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. My name is Mark Odendahl, and I'm head of U.S. Capital Markets Research. Let's get into today's episode. Today, we're really happy to introduce Shagun Singh. Shagun is our new med devices and med tech analyst. She joined in late 2021 from Wells Fargo and has been publishing research on the street for 16 years. We've been really happy with Shagoon's start. She initiated on a number of names, and we'll talk about this later in the podcast. She also initiated on some significant market modeling in the med device area. Shagoon, welcome to the podcast today, and thank you for the great start at RBC. Thank you, Mark, and really happy to be here today. Well, let's get into it. You uh, you cover all the major med devices companies. What are some of the major trends in the sector right now? I think macro has been a key focus of late, and the key themes have been around procedure volume recovery and inflation and supply chain. Um, I think procedure volume recovery remains the number one driver for the sector. Our latest checks suggest that volume recovery is occurring. It is more apparent in the higher acuity procedures such as cardiology, those with higher pain burdens like spine and less apparent in lower acuity or elective procedures. Um, The recovery is much different this year than what we have seen in the past due to nursing staffing shortages that is putting a limit on capacity. This suggests that the recovery will be more gradual in 2022. Um, If we are playing recovery, we like care setting exposure or those with exposures to ASCs or hospital outpatient departments, as opposed to elective procedure exposure. This is because staffing shortage is much less acute in those settings. The second topic that we've been really focused on is inflation and supply chain, which is a headwind as a spillover effect of COVID, especially as it relates to freight. So higher oil prices. I think oil prices have been up about 38 percent in Q1. Raw material inflation across the board, you know, especially with respect to electronic components and direct and indirect labor costs. I think the most important thing here is, Mark, that shifts in procedure volume recovery will be a more meaningful driver for the sector relative to shifts in inflation supply chain dynamics. That's interesting. And and so let's drill down on that. So as we look at the first half of earnings for the med device sector, how do you think these dynamics will play out as we start to see earnings from the med tech sector into uh, 2022? Yes, absolutely. I think, Mark, there will be a lot of moving parts. I think inflation and supply chain commentary will be negatively biased, but the impact will not be equal across all companies. I do expect freight costs to be a headwind for the entire coverage due to higher oil prices, raw material costs to really vary by company, and direct and indirect labor costs to be a more manageable headwind. 
I am especially worried about chip shortage arising out of China and if it could be a headwind to sales and not just margins for certain companies. We have published a proprietary piece looking specifically at the impact of chip shortage to our coverage this week and also a piece on pricing power that I think is worth taking a look at. I think FX will be a headwind as well this quarter. But Mark, I would characterize a lot of these factors as transitory, creating near-term headwinds. I think Q1 stock shifts could create a buying opportunity in high-quality names because procedure volumes are continuing to recover and there is strong underlying demand for healthcare overall. So one of the parts of your franchise that we've been very impressed with is your visibility and your participation at major medical conferences. You've been very busy over the last month or so. Could you let us know what events you've been attending and what you've been learning? Absolutely. And it's been really nice to be finally attending these medical meetings in person. We were at CRT, ACC, SAGES, and AOS in the past month focused on the orthopedic, cardiology, and robotic space. My key takeaways really are that the underlying fundamentals of the sector remain robust, driven by the demographics, and are still very underpenetrated end market. We do have proprietary market models and product models to support this. I also noticed that there is a major shift in industry trends around digital innovation, smart implants with sensing technologies that can really monitor patient recovery for years, AI-driven procedural integration trends that leverage the latest in technology, such as AR, VR, and MR, and enabling technology such as robotics, where we may be at an inflection. This was a trend that began pre-pandemic. It was limited by it, and we may be on the other side of it again in 2022 and beyond. But overall, my sense is that Q1 moving parts will fall behind us and fundamentals will be back in focus. I think that trend is already occurring right now to some extent. Yeah, and you touched a lot on a lot of that digital innovation in our recent uh, department-wide RBC Imagine report where we look at disruptive and transformational moves in, in the sectors that we cover. So let's let's talk about the some different subcategories. So when you initiated at RBC, you spent a lot of work on some of these subcategories. Could you talk to us in your group? What are some of the areas that are experiencing the fastest growth and what are some of the products driving that growth? Absolutely. I think there are multiple medical device submarkets that are growing rapidly. Transcatheter aortic valve replacement is a mid-teens growth market where low-risk indication is yet to be penetrated because 50% of procedures are still done with a surgical approach. Transcatheter mitral and tricuspid therapies is a new leg of growth, uh, a market that is poised to increase from 1 billion at the end of 2021 to 5 billion by 2028. And there are several products in focus and catalysts that we have discussed in latest notes. I think surgical robotics is a very interesting market growing in the double digits year over year and still has a penetration of just about 2% globally. We expect line of sight procedures to go from 6 million to 20 million, and there is still much room for further expansion there, a very attractive market that is at an inflection. In fact, we expect robotics to become the standard of care across several areas, not just surgical, but recon, so hips and knees as well as spine. Elsewhere, there are double-digit growth markets within cardiology, such as left atrial appendage closure, and even outside of cardiology, such as peripheral vascular and neurovascular or stroke. 
Uh, diabetes also comes to mind. It is a highly underpenetrated market that is growing in the double digits. Worldwide continuous glucose monitoring market stands at about 7 billion in 2021, and it is poised to grow at a double digit clip to 12 billion by 2025. So I think overall, what I would say is that the underlying fundamentals continue to be really strong, and there are several attractive sub-markets within the medical device space. So if we step back and look at some of the bigger drivers, some of the demographic or economic drivers, can you talk about that? Absolutely. I think that there is there are a lot of positive tailwinds for the sector. Firstly, there is rising demand for global healthcare. There is the aging demographics. There is also the rising global middle class. The middle class in China and India is growing rapidly and they are demanding greater access to healthcare. Then there is the medical device end markets where treatment rates are still very low. There are also newer technologies that are driving mixed shift in established end markets with a shift to minimally invasive approach such as in robotics. And disruptive technologies will continue to drive growth even in mature end markets. So orthopedic comes to mind, which is a mid to which is a low to mid single digit growth market. But with sensing technology in orthopedics, we could expect higher growth as well as robotics and remote patient monitoring. I think there is strong demand for hospital capital spending and latest technologies. And we expect a continued focus on internal R&D and M&A as companies drive category leadership. Let's follow up on something you just said. What are your thoughts on M&A in the sector? It's been a space that has rolled up over the years. Do you expect that to continue? Absolutely. And I think M&A will continue to be a very important theme among medical devices as companies drive that category leadership strategy. And just to point out, Mark, this is a shift from prior trends that was towards building the breadth of portfolio and drive a bundling strategy. And the Medtronic's acquisition of Covidian comes to mind. Our hospital CFO checks increasingly suggest that hospital customers are looking at best of breed companies with ability to scale. So we do expect technology-driven tuck-in M&A to continue to be a driver of top-line organic growth. And I think what is also interesting is that valuations have come down quite a bit for SmithCap names, and there continues to be opportunity across public and private medical device names. Thank you very much, Shagoon. That was an excellent rundown in the medtech device area. We learned a lot on the demographic drivers. We learned a lot on some of the emerging categories and emerging products that are driving your companies going forward. And we appreciate your time today. It's been a pleasure, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. What else lies ahead in today's ever-evolving markets and industries? We'll be keeping track right here on Industries in Motion. Until then, thank you for joining us on this episode recorded April 7th, 2022. Make sure you subscribe to Industries in Motion wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to continue this conversation or you're interested in more information, please contact your RBC representative directly or visit our website at www.rbccm.com backslash Industries in Motion for further insights. We really enjoyed speaking about the medical device industry today. Thanks for your time. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. 
it is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.